Okay, hi, Jim. Um, so you grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and there are a lot of golfers from Ohio. I mean, we talk about Jack Nicklaus and, and the tradition of golfers. What got you motivated to, uh, to, to be in golf? Sure. I mean, I mean, to say when I started playing golf at nine uh, with my father and brother and say, you know, at 42, you're going to be on the PGA Tour for nine years and have two wins on the tour, I would have told you you're crazy. So, um, you know, playing on the tour was not a, uh, you know, really a big goal of mine until later, later on. And, uh, you know, maybe just into college, really. I mean, high school, playing in high school is you're just trying to play well enough that maybe you could get a college golf college golf scholarship and uh so you know just the the path from just playing a little bit at nine years old uh with my dad and brother uh to here has been a long journey but uh yeah i don't know where it, where it all started um just playing with them junior golf you know you just get into it i was into everything else all the other sports um you know it was all seasonal so there you know you weren't playing golf year round so you were playing basketball in the winter and baseball really love baseball um and uh playing some soccer and then and then golf came around and uh that really stuck um um don't really know why i mean everything else was team team oriented and golf was individual and you could you could go out and practice all you want and uh um my dad was very supportive of that they'd you know get me out on the golf course whenever they could in junior golf and and that's just where it all got started so you're so we're talking to Jim Herman, uh, who's competing in the Honda Classic uh, uh, this week. Uh, Jim's from Cincinnati, Ohio, but now lives in Palm City. Uh, so Jim, you're you're a you're a golf pro, professional golf pro at a, at a golf course, and you get encouragement from one of the members to go on the go on the tour. And a lot of a lot of pros are like that. I mean, I played in a tennis, and and they always wanted my tennis pro people would always go up to him and say, "You should play on the tour." And he's like, "No, I'm not going to play the doll and Federer and stuff like that." But but you're, the person that encouraged you was a little different than other people. He was the owner of the course, Donald Trump, at Bedminster, New Jersey, and and he was the one who gave you the encouragement to really try out and and, and to really go on the tour and talk about your interactions with uh, President Trump and and what he well he, that time he wasn't president, but what how he motivated you sure. to to want to make a, 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 a go on the tour yeah i mean um well to get back uh we'll give you a little a uh, little backstory i turned pro in 2000 and moved to florida in 2001 played golden bear tour for four years and you know and four four miss q schools at second stage so it was just a little heartbreaking you know you i feel like i was good enough and uh but I just couldn't get through the uh, the Q school, and when you can't get through Q school, you have no uh, future in professional on the PGA Tour or the nationwide Web.com Corn Ferry that's changed the name a couple times. But you have no future on that tour, so um, you have to get through Q school. And four years of it, it was just uh, you know I wasn't going to um, just do pr- uh, professional golf, and uh, I got into the golf business and uh, an assistant pro at uh, the PGA Village. Um, North South and Wanamaker, Wanamaker Rider and Die courses there in Port St. Lucie, right up the road from where I live now. And um, I was going to be a golf pro instead of a professional touring professional. Um, I thought that that those days were about over. You know, if you can't make it, you can't make it, and you got to move on. Um, took an assistance job there, and um, that led into um, a job in New Jersey. Took a, after two years in the business, I took an assistance job at Trump Trump National in New Jersey, and still going to Q school while as an assistant, you know, you can't let the the dream die, I guess. 
um, too much, but I wasn't, uh, you know, like I said, every day grinding out mini tours, traveling, doing the uh, what was necessary, what everyone thinks is necessary to get on tour. Um, so taking that job, I thought, you know, I'm going to be looking looking like a um, club professional is in my future and played with uh, then just Mr. Donald Trump at the time. He wasn't the president yet. And uh, he, he, you know, just took a liking to me. I played a lot of golf with him and uh, he encouraged me to, you know, keep going and keep trying at Q school. And, you know, he was just saying, you're, you're good enough. I've played with tour players and, you know, you're, you can make it. So just gave me that little extra shot in the arm. And uh, I finally got through the uh, qualifying school um, in 2007, and made it onto the uh, nationwide nationwide tour, and I've been playing professional golf, touring, and everything ever since. So, um, yeah, just that little shot in the arm from him, and uh, it's been a great relationship. He, he's we stay in touch. Um, I've been very fortunate to have uh, gone to the inauguration, been to the Oval Office, and um, you know, and <laughs> it's pretty amazing just just to think I've had that much contact with the President of the United States, and. Uh, Look forward to so how many how many rounds would you say this, that you played spring. with uh, with uh, uh, Donald Trump? Um, before he was president, probably played about you know thirty rounds with him, and you know I've played probably four or five rounds with him since he's been president. And uh, you know, it's, <laughs> every, what would you compare? People talk about his game. I mean, someone I think Rick Riley wrote a whole book amazing. about his golf game. What would you who what pro what uh, pro? How would you compare his game to a, a pro that we might know on the tour? Well, obviously, there's no comparison what we do on the tour to what what he's doing. And uh, he always jokes with me. He's like, "Man, I'd love to hit the ball like you, but I'm sure you'd like to sell real estate like I like I can." So uh, <laughs> we have some some good banter back and forth. But now he's obviously the president, and uh, he definitely uh, um, has more material for me. But uh, um, no, he's a great. Great, he has a great swing for himself, and uh, it works out very well. He puts and ch- or puts very well. Um, whenever there's a, a putt to be made in in the game, uh, he always makes it. So um, it's always fun playing with him, and uh, look forward to it doing it again. So then, in, in 2016, you're you know you're on the tour. You're going back from the PA tour to the Web.com, whatever they want to call the tour at that time. And in 2016, you win the Shell Houston Open at 15 under over Henrik Stenson, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson. It was a great field. Uh, and that just yeah. opened all the doors for you to play the Masters, the PGA, the British Open. Uh, talk about that first big win you had at 2016 at the Shell Houston Open. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, how this game works. We're, you know, we're, we try so hard all the time. And then when you least expect it, you know, great things happen. And, um, you know, going into that week, I was playing. I was playing fine. Um, I think 2015 was it was a big year for me. I had a great Honda Classic. I finished seventh there. Finished fourth at in New Orleans in again in 2015, and um, that that put me in like 2016 was going to be my fifth year on the tour. And you know, there's just a lot of uh, retirement things that come with playing five years on the tour. So I probably just felt a little bit more at ease. Like I really, really, truly made it. Um, I'm a five-year vested, fully vested member of the tour, and um, maybe that just allows yourself to play a little bit uh, freer. And you know, going into Houston, like I said, not a not a whole lot of great results uh, to say like a win was coming, but uh, 
you know, you just go out and you you put the peg in the ground and you get going. You get some positive momentum. You play a good round and and, th- and things build off it. Anytime you're near the lead, I think you feel better about your game. And uh, I was able to, you know, get into that final pairing on uh, for Sunday. And uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I put it put together a good round, and um, I was able to hold off a, a hold off a great field and uh, get that first victory. I mean, I, to tell you, I wasn't nervous as to be lying. Um, I mean. <laughs> I chipped in on the 16th hole to get the lead, and I and I held held on with two pars on two of the hardest holes that you know we play all year. So um, to get that done and win was just amazing. Um, like you said, it brought so many great things, um, the Masters and uh, a bunch of other tournaments. And uh, but yeah, I mean, then then to follow it up, I didn't have the greatest run since the win. I mean, I've, seven, 2017 was pretty solid year but uh 18 i was dealing with an injury and 19 just following up you know trying to get back um out of that injury and uh, then to win this past summer at barbazol um just to validate you know a two-time winner i mean like i said back those days when i was nine years old ten years old you would have said two year two two-time pga tour winner i would have said you're crazy and uh but it's just been a great ride and looking forward to some you know I'm 42 looking for, forward to a couple more years at least out here and uh maybe see what the, the champions tour could bring in uh you know 8 years i guess it's pretty well, far off ter- I, I i feel like i'm pretty old cuz everybody's so young out here <laughs> um i'm not that old but you feel old <laughs> cuz everybody's no, like that's 21 a, so or 22 we're, now we're talking to jim herman who's playing in the honda classic this week uh, Jim, so you're, you've had some success at the Honda. In 2015, the first round, you shot a 65, and you were the leader. And then in 2017, you shot a 67, and you finished 27th in 2017. In 2015, as you just said, you finished number seven. And that field was, uh, was, that was the Harrington-Burger playoff year. Rory was in the field. Yep. And that, that was a tough course that year because I remember Rory missed the cut. Uh, Dustin Johnson missed the cut, and Justin Thomas missed the cut. So, and then Phil Mickelson yeah. was in it, Ricky Fowler, Sergio Garcia. So to finish seventh in that, I mean, tell me about in 2015. You're, you have the lead now for the Honda. That must have been a you know very big feeling in terms of you know having the lead after that first round. Sure, I really didn't have any true experience near the top. Um, you know, I'd, I'd played. You know, this was like I said, 2015 was my fourth year on the tour. And, you know, I, I had some decent finishes, top 25s. I don't know if I had any top 10s yet. Um, and uh, so I'd never really had any tournament leads. So it was definitely new to do it here. Um, I, you know, like the hometown event for me now in Florida, um, you know, had a lot of family, a lot of friends in town. And uh, it was a difficult day. Uh, I think I had the lead through the first round by maybe even a two-shot lead, which is very rarely ever happens to have a two-shot lead after one round. Um, but, yeah, that, that that round, it was windy. Afternoon round, the wind was up, blowing. Uh, greens were pretty firm, I believe. I know we had the weather come in on Friday. I think uh, we had uh, 36 holes on Sunday or Monday. I, I know it was a, it was a weird finish because I, I did play with Phil that week for 36 holes on the weekend, which I don't know, maybe that, that helped me out. Um, I was in, in a good position and, and that little extra playing with a, an I a golf icon like Phil Mickelson for the first time. Uh, and I got 36 holes. It was great for me, great for my fans, great for my family, everyone there to see him and myself competing against one of the best that's ever played the game. I mean, that was just awesome. So have that all go into one event 
and uh, have it, I guess, at the time, be my best finish. That was it was a pretty pretty special week for me. And then to have it here happen at Honda um, was even better. Um, tell, give us a little sense about the the course and how you approach it. Um, just uh, give me some idea, like what holes do you think? Well, I'm going to try to get a birdie on those holes, and what holes concern you? Now, of course, pin placement is important, but in terms of when you're thinking about in general about the course, what what holes do you like? I really want to get a birdie. You know, this is where I'm going to try to get a birdie on this hole, and what what holes do you like? I got to be really really careful. Of course, the bear trap, but yeah, especially like right. what other? I mean, there's so many difficult holes. I think there's water probably on every hole. I don't even. <laughs> I, I think that's probably the case. Maybe number four doesn't have water, but. Um, you just got to get off to a good start. The, the, the course, you know, one, two, three. Um, if you're struggling there, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a long day because um, five, six, seven are just hard holes, and you got you're trying to get through them. This is assuming we're starting on number one. Um, um, five, six, seven, really difficult par three, five, but seven, you know, is long. I, I think it's probably stretched out to like two thirty or two forty now. Um, or they can stretch it that long, and, and six is a par four is just is just brutal. I know it plays as a par five every other day though, of the year except for us. But uh, gotta watch six. Six is just such a demanding tee shot. You put block it right into that bunker, you're gonna be laying up, and uh, you know. And then the back nine is is just relentless. You know, you ten is a par four is brutal. Eleven, eleven's probably the hardest hole in the course. Um, you know, if that wind is up, you just have to. Try to try to hit that fairway and try to get through without <clears throat> a disaster. Make take advantage of twelve, thirteen, but fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I mean, just here we go. It's going to be tough. Um, Got to hit the fairways. Everything everything with me is starts from the tee. If I'm if I'm a little off off the tee, it's going to lead to uh, miss greens and you know and, and you're going to be struggling um, with anything. You got to play aggressive. But you got to be conservative with that. So aggressively conservative on these holes, um, 15 and 17 obviously get most of the attention. You got to you got to put together a good some good swings there. Um, you can't bail out. I mean, to bail out, you're just you're just playing too scared if you're uh, bailing left into the bunkers and uh, you're going to make bogeys. So see what you can do. Put some better, good some good swings and see where you are at the end of the round. Um, you know you're going to make some mistakes. So. See if you can make some birdies on those other holes. So, what is your impression of the of the uh, tournament in general? Uh, the fans. It, it is actually. I mean, just at the Genesis in L.A. and there's not. There's no big stands. It's not that. It's not that energy you get that you get like on 17 at the Honda when there's 20,000 people when you're trying to hit a tee shot. And you played with Phil for 36 holes, so you sort of had those big galleries around it. It must be a, yeah. a, a, a very energetic to to walk around with with oh, galleries. Like yep. It's 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 amazing. I mean, playing in front of the the galleries. I mean, been to the biggest venues. You know, the Masters, the Majors, and you know, Phoenix packs them in. I mean, but the Honda's doing such a great job. Ken Ken has done um, such a great job with this tournament, um, getting good fields, and the players like playing here at, at the Champion Course. And uh, you know, the fans love it. The energy around the that, around the bear trap is uh, just amazing. It's almost a little too, a little too amazing because it's getting a little loud. Uh, Seventeen is such a hard shot, and uh, the, the the crowd likes to um, cheer us on so much that maybe they get a little uh, aggressive. Maybe <laughs> they're just Friday. trying to encourage you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, they're just in trying to encourage us, but it's such a hard shot, and uh, you know, we love it. We love the crowds, but maybe just. 
quiet down just a little bit when we're over the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, well, so, Jim, I really appreciate you coming on Iron Sports um, and talking about the Honda. We're excited. I wish you the best of luck this week. I mean, I said you've had a couple good years where you had some nice runs. If you get out to another good start, maybe you can hold that lead uh, this time. So I would just wish you the best of luck and, and, uh, for this week. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, out there – Every week is great. Winning anywhere is it would be, be fantastic. But you know, we have we all have hometowns and we all have second homes. Uh, all the players do, and uh, you know where we call a second hometown. And you know, being from Ohio, winning Memorial would be, uh, I mean, just amazing. But uh, you know, second to that would be right here at Honda. You know, being a Florida resident for almost twenty years now, it uh, feels like home. And uh, you know, I'm gonna do all I can, and uh, hopefully we can uh, be in the mix uh, on Sunday. Well, again, thank you very much for coming on.